Hello, hello. Welcome back to Is This Real Life with Lindsay Marchand. I am so excited to be making a new episode. It's been so long since I've made an episode. I think, geez, I don't even want to think back to when it was. I'll be honest, podcasting is something I really wanted to be consistent at, but I think the time frame I started in was just not ideal for consistency at the time. Uh, I was in my last semester of college and I was just busy as can be. So I'm so excited to be back talking behind the mic and yeah, let's just jump right into it. So I asked a question on my Instagram again to kind of see what people would want to hear about. One of the prompts I guess I got was, How would you title this season of life and why? And I love that question because I've asked a lot of my friends what they want to hear on the podcast and what I should talk about right now. And since I just graduated college in May, everyone has given me kind of a similar idea to, oh, you should talk about what post-grad life is, you know? And I'm like, yeah, you know, like, meh. Because the thing with me is I don't really know what post-grad life is like yet. Honestly, I'm still trying to wrap my head around the fact that I won't be going back to school in the fall, which is so exciting. Definitely excited for that new venture, but I just don't have any idea what that's going to look like yet for me. I'm still kind of coasting off of graduation and trying to find my place and things I want to do. I have spent the last three summers doing summer classes and always thinking about what I was going to do next semester and this and that. And it feels so weird not to have to think about any of that. But at the same time, it doesn't feel like it's still on autopilot type of thing. So that was not really a subject I wanted to talk about. But then I figured maybe that's something that I could configure into this question as a whole of how would you title this season of life and why? For me specifically, I think I would title this season of my life as navigation. I don't know which route I want to go. I don't know what I want to do. And navigation in terms of how I choose to navigate things, where I choose to go with my life, how I choose to navigate important relationships, friendships, etc. And navigation into this new season of my life has been one, a huge struggle and two, just confusing overall. Honestly, there's not a whole lot behind it, except that I have just been so confused because I feel like when I graduated, I was like, oh, I'm going to have all the time. I'm going to do this and that. And there is half the people in my life that I feel like are very understanding that I'm just like, I'm taking it slow. I'm relaxing. And I know people listening to this are like, that's okay to do. But there's also a huge unannounced pressure behind people that just graduate. And I know that that could sound uneasy to some people and that's great. And I'm usually someone with a plan and trust me, this has been really tough not being able to figure out what's next for me. I'm not continuing school at this moment to pursue a master's degree or anything like that because right now in this season of life, I really just don't want to. I'm not saying that it's not going to be beneficial for me in the long run, but it's just not something I want to do right now where I'm at. And that's okay. And it's been something that's been really tough for me to come to terms with considering I'm a huge people pleaser. I'm an overachiever. I want to do the best in everything I do. So it's been tough to approach those questions as my as myself and to others and say, hey, I don't know. And that's okay. The more I say it, the better it gets. But there's still that underlying almost disappointment that I'm just like, 
am I supposed to know? So it's just that constant back and forth in my own head. That's why I would say navigation is just such a huge thing in my life right now because I'm just trying to figure out how to navigate a new schedule, a more free schedule. I'm trying to figure out how to make that transition into this post-grad life, quote unquote. So yeah, that's a little bit about where I'm at now, a little bit of background. I'm still working the same job at Lululemon. I also do some social media marketing for a startup company. I love both of those jobs. I'm also an avid house sitter, babysitter, etc. If you know me, you know I'm always at somebody else's house or watching somebody's kids or watching somebody's dogs doing all the things. So the next thing I kind of want to talk about is living in routine. I think living in routine is something that a lot of us can relate to. Um, I'm very much somebody who operates strictly on a routine. If you know me, I wake up early, I make my bed, I make breakfast, I go do what I need to do, I work out at some point in the middle of the day. I try to get things done in the morning just because that's when I'm more productive. I try to chill at night, I get some work done. I would say my days are fairly productive in a sense, but they're constantly routine. There's constantly... Uh, the same things over and over again, which is really good and really beneficial for me in my life. But there is something about my routine lately that I've kind of been struggling with. So after being done with school, I hopped into summer, obviously. I automatically went on vacation, which was amazing. I spent 10 days in Hawaii, most beautiful place I've been to thus far. I then came back and just kind of hopped back into normal life. And that's It was great. It was so nice to have a break, especially after this very difficult last semester. Um, But I've definitely not let myself kind of lean from my routine at all. That's something I struggle with a lot. So in the school year, my excuse always was, oh, well, I have school, so I need to go to bed. And if I don't go to bed at a certain time, then I won't wake up at a certain time to restart that routine all over again. Which has been really tough because if you know me, I am a very social person. I love to hang out with my friends. I love to be around the people that I love. I love spending time with people. But as I've gotten older, I have found a lot of enjoyment with being with myself. I used to be somebody who could never spend time with myself. I hated it. I hated how I felt when I was alone. I did not want to do anything. When I was alone, I felt lonely. And now I'm at such a spot where I'm like, I cannot wait to, I love seeing my friends. I love going for a happy hour, doing all the things, but I cannot wait to get home. Put me in my bed. Let me do my skincare. Let me take a bath. Let me just be on my own. And that's where I found things that I love to do, like podcasting and writing my blog and my Instagram, just all the things. I love my alone time, but that oftentimes puts me in a rut with my routines because I constantly convince myself that, oh, I don't need to go do this. Oh, I don't need to go do that. Recently, the biggest thing has been trying to live in my routine, but not get stuck in my routine because for so long I felt so stuck in my routine. And at this point, I still kind of do. Like I said earlier, I was operating on autopilot this entire semester. And so I didn't really have a lot of time for friends. I didn't really have a lot of time to do the things that I like to do, except Obviously, I try to prioritize a workout, something good for me each day, but it was hard. It was really, really tough to get myself to a place where I could go hang out with friends because to be honest, I was in such a space where I was sad all the time. I was so busy all the time. I was stressed. 
So by the end of the day, I didn't have the mental capacity to go do anything, let alone be around people. And that's when I really started to appreciate my alone time. But there is a little bit of toxicity that lays behind that because I was not getting a huge aspect of human connection. I was lacking socialization. I was not seeing as many people. I had a few friends I would hang out with every once in a while, probably like once a week or so, but I wouldn't really branch out past that. And now I feel like my body's in my mind is stuck in that mindset to where I'm still saying no to plans. I'm still feeling like I always have to be doing things for others. And, and most of the time I'm not even showing up for myself. And so that goes all the way back to how are you going to show up for other people if you can't even show up for yourself, you know? And so I think that I need to start pushing myself to go hang out with friends more and do more things. But the anxiety that comes with that is the anxiety that comes from being so stuck in my routine. I constantly have anxious thoughts about, oh, if I go hang out with friends and I'm not going to go to bed early, then I'm not going to wake up early, then I'm not going to be productive the next day. And it's this constant cycle of anxious thoughts. And maybe that's super uncommon, but I would be lying if I thought it really was because I think it's something that we all do. I mean, we all get stuck on autopilot and we all think it's easier to just not do something than to push yourself to do it and go have fun because 95% of the times when I push myself to go do something with friends, I have such a good time and I don't regret it at all. But since I like my alone time, it is so easy to convince myself that it's easier to just not go than to get up and get ready and do this. And sometimes it takes the friend that's like, let's go do it. Come on. And I really appreciate those people in my life. And it's so weird because I used to be that person. I used to be the person that was like, come on, let's go. Like, let's go do this. So it's definitely been difficult to see myself transition into someone who needs to be pushed to go do things with their friends and go, you know, get out of the house and just stop doing things that are obligational. Honestly, it's not necessarily that I'm always working or doing things like that, but I'm oftentimes doing things that are obligational to somebody else or maybe even myself. Y'all know I'm a huge advocate for keeping promises to yourself, but at some point I need to promise myself that I'm also going to take care of my own mental health and make sure I'm getting out and connecting with those people and making sure I'm holding on to these close friendships because that is something I've always taking huge pride in is I've always been the friend that loves to reach out to old friends. I've always stayed connected with most of my friends. A lot of my friends that I've had for my entire life, I do a lot of the reaching out and connecting with, and that is totally fine. I used to struggle with that. I used to tell my therapist, I was like, well, none of my friends reach out and I'm always the one that's reaching out to them. And she was like, that's great, Lindsay. That's what makes your friendship work so well. Sometimes you're going to be the person reaching out And I took such a new perspective on it because I am that friend. I am the friend that likes to stay connected. I'm the friend who wants to make all these plans. And I don't necessarily think it's bad that I found myself stuck in this routine. But like I said, I need to learn more how to live in that routine instead of just be stuck in it on autopilot constantly in a cyclical pattern. There's definitely a balance. And I think that's just something I need to find. That goes all the way back to the navigation. I need to learn how to navigate my friendships and navigate balance into my life because right now I'm struggling with it. I truly am. I think that I want to go hang out with all my friends, but if it's past a certain time at night, I don't want to go anymore, you know, and I need to get out of that thought process and start being grateful that I have friends that are reaching out. I need to be grateful that I have people that want to make plans with me and that want 
to go do things with me and want to spend time with me. All of this can really lead me into a whole other side of it, which would be the anxiety that comes with being stuck in your routine. I think it's something that is not talked about. I know it sounds so silly, but genuinely, I get the most anxiety when I have to make plans that have not been planned for multiple days or weeks in advance. I used to be somebody who was so spontaneous and I loved, like I said, I love to go do things and And so I think that it's been really hard to see myself fall into that um, and see all the anxiety that I'm getting with it. It's just like when I was going through all of my disordered eating stuff back when I was, I think, a freshman, sophomore, junior in college. And I used to get terrible anxiety about going out because I didn't want to consume the calories. And nowadays it doesn't, it's, it's a whole different thing. Now I'm just more anxious about how it will mess up my routine because I'm like, oh, if I don't go early enough, then I won't get to bed in time, then I won't wake up in time, and then my whole next day is ruined. And instead of thinking about having fun with my friends and enjoying life and living in the moment, I'm constantly thinking about that. And I'm always constantly thinking about, oh, well, once I'm done with this season of my life, then I'll finally be able to live in my routine and I won't be stuck in it anymore but I'm tired of doing that. I'm tired of constantly saying, okay, well, when I, whenever I'm not super duper busy anymore, then I'll do stuff, you know, because right now the time is there. The time is the same 24 hours. And honestly, I have less obligation than I did for the last few years. It's just, I overcommit myself to things and I overcommit myself to my own routine And don't get me wrong, there is that safe balance. There is the balance between, oh, I want to hang out by myself tonight and, oh, I want to go hang out with friends. Like, you're allowed to have that alone time, like I said. You're allowed to do that. But if you're constantly pushing that off to be by yourself, that's when the isolation period starts. And that has been such a bad habit for me, especially recently. I just find it so much easier to not do anything instead of like go hang out with friends or go out. And I'm constantly getting asked to do all these things. And I don't want to put myself in a position where people will stop asking me to do things. And I feel like that's where I'm headed. And it makes me really sad. And it makes me really anxious because I don't feel like I've ever been this person who just gets so stuck in their routine. I've always been someone who loves to go have fun and loves to go do things. And I feel like I'm getting way too comfortable being where I'm at because I'm nervous of switching things up. It's not really because I'm that busy. I just get so anxious to switch things up. And then on the other hand, I get not necessarily FOMO, but then everyone continues to go out without me. And for some reason, I guess I just feel like, oh, well, they're still going, but as they should, you know, they shouldn't have to sit at home and not go because I'm not going. That's not how it's going to be. The whole world's not going to stop because I'm not going to do things. And I think that it's just this teeter-totter back and forth that I really find myself constantly struggling in and not knowing how to navigate that, which, you know, all goes back to navigation. But it is important. Seriously, it's not really talked about enough. I think that I get to a point where it's like, Where's the balance? You know, when does the balance come in? When does the teeter-totter even out a little bit? Because right now it's not. I'm sitting all the way on the ledge and she's not bending over. I don't know what will 
push me to do that. And I need to just be more cognizant of saying, you know what, Lindsay, it's okay. It's okay. If my friend asked me to go get ice cream at 1030, it's okay to go. It's okay. If you don't wake up at 6am and go to the gym right away, it is okay to do that. What's not okay is sacrificing friendship and connection and sacrificing those really important relationships in your life for a routine that you can do for the rest of your life. And I think the biggest thing is part of a routine is maybe leaving time to be flexible. Like may, if I need to operate on a routine, maybe I need to put in time to be flexible because I constantly book my full days and I am curious if I could do something that's like, okay, well, maybe you have a two hour or even a one hour window where you leave it up for whatever. You can do whatever you want in that hour. You don't have a plan, just whatever you want figure out that day what you want to do in that hour, two hours, whatever the case may be. And hopefully you have more free time than that, but maybe start in an hour or two. And now that I'm saying that, I'm like, I'm going to start doing that. I think that would be really beneficial for me, especially. And if you're anything like me, stop over committing yourself. I mean, good Lord. I don't get me wrong. I absolutely love everything I do. And I love to help people If I could help everybody in this world, I would try. Not everybody. (laughs) Okay, you know what? Let me take that back. If I could do the most in this world, I would. But I can without overcommitting myself. And I think that is something that I struggle with. Constantly saying I'm busy. Constantly being the busy girl. It's, I, it's not a title. Like I don't need to win anything. I don't know what I'm trying to win here, but a prize does not come with, oh, how much can you do in a day, Lindsay? How much can you do in a week, a month? Like relax. That is the biggest thing that I constantly am trying to tell myself. But yet when another opportunity comes up, I take it. And it's one thing to be a grinder, you know, do your work, get things done. But At this point, I exhaust myself with commitment and I just need to stop. I cannot help everybody and it is not my job. It is not my job to be everything for everybody, mentally, physically, whatever the case may be. And I need to constantly remind myself that. And if you are someone who struggles with overcommitting yourself, you need to remind yourself of that too. Because if you're sitting and saying, I don't have enough time to do this, that, whatever the case may be, then you are saying, I am not prioritizing this or that. For me, I am not prioritizing connection and socialization because I am prioritizing jobs and obligation, which to one extent is good, but I don't need to be consistently overcommitting myself and straining my schedule, straining my obligations just to be everything for other people. I need to start saying, I want to prioritize this because there is time. Stop saying you don't have time. Start saying I'm not prioritizing that because that's the truth. If you don't have time to go to the gym, you're just maybe not prioritizing it. And yes, I get that. Some days you don't, you literally do not have time. I totally understand that. And you can't wake up at 3 a.m. and go to the gym. Like that is not feasible for most people, unless you're like the rock or, you know, whatever the case may be. But every single day, If you're not hitting any goals that you want for yourself, that's because you're not prioritizing things. And like I said, I'm admitting that right now I'm clearly not prioritizing connection, socialization, friendships, family relationships, really anything. And 
I want to change that. I really want to change that. And obviously that's the entire point of this episode, but start reframing it like that and seeing where your priorities lie, because I think you'll be really surprised to the things that you're saying, oh, I don't have enough time to do that. And it's just maybe you're just not putting them first. And I'm not saying that's necessarily a bad thing, but if it's something you really want to do and really want to prioritize, then there's not an excuse that there's not time. It's just you're not putting it first or you're not putting it high up enough on the list. And that's something for you to decipher and you to figure out. But it is something that's important to take inventory on for sure. With that being said, I'll admit this episode's kind of been all over the place because I recorded it all in one setting and it was perfect. And then when I went to play it back, half of it was glitchy. So I'm currently re-recording the second half of it in little bits, but that's okay. So if I forget that I've talked about something, it's because I had to re-record it, not because I actually forgot. So I apologize, but I do have all my pointers written up and The last thing I wanted to touch on is just that overall importance of balance. I think that this is something very common that people struggle with. Like I touched on earlier, the anxiety that comes behind it is very real. Um, But I need to start learning, and maybe you do too, to stop over committing and stop under committing to both yourself and others. I'm currently over committing on obligations and under committing to relationships, friendships, etc. And that I want to balance that out a little bit. It's not necessarily that I'm taking away all the obligations I have, but I definitely want to learn how to find that balance and learn how to live in a peaceful, but also productive lifestyle. I think this has definitely been a very important topic to touch on. And overall, it all leads back to the navigation. Like I said, it's learning how to navigate different avenues of your life, learning how to navigate that balance in between friendships, relationships, a busy schedule, and all the things. It's something that's maybe not talked about enough because everybody in our day and age is operating on autopilot, but maybe it's time for you to take some inventory in your own life and figure out if there's areas where maybe you're just kind of cruising and if there's areas you want to switch things up and Maybe you're just like me and you feel that anxiety anytime someone asks you to make plans and you really want to go, but, oh, I'm so busy, I can't type of thing. Or, oh, it's going to ruin my whole day tomorrow and just start going. You know, you never know when you're going to be able to hang out with those people again and when you're ever going to get the opportunity to do things with certain people. So I think it's really important to prioritize those relationships and that connection in your life because that's a huge part of our mood, our health, our overall well-being and People constantly are kind of pushing that to the wayside and maybe not prioritizing it as much. And I know I'm definitely very guilty of that. So if this episode resonated with you at all, I would love for you to give it a good rating. Maybe DM me. Um, If it didn't resonate with you, then maybe you're on the opposite side of the spectrum where you have no problem hanging out with friends. And that's amazing. And I am envious of that and maybe you're envious of people that can constantly keep a routine and it's one of those things where we're always going to be envious of each other and I think that and if you can find that balance it's super important and can really help your life function to its full potential and be able to live happy and peaceful without feeling constant stresses of sticking to a routine and instead living in it and I know that sounds cheesy but it's so true and I hope You all loved this episode and I will talk to you next time way sooner than the last time. I promise, but stay tuned and so excited for more episodes to come. Thanks for listening.